0: Welcome into the, to the PHNX Cardinals podcast, your premier Arizona Cardinal podcast, like, and subscribe, leave us a five-star wherever you get your programming just around the corner is training camp for our precious Redbirds. We're here to cover it all. I'm Johnny Venerable. He's Bull Brock at Bull Brock at the PHNX headquarters, downtown Phoenix, and I did not think Bobrock on the heels of another episode of their quality insider series flight plan Mm -hmm. that Kyler Murray was going to be strapping up, albeit off the field, throwing the football around with his old man, something we all love to do. Uh, I didn't think we'd get that here two weeks before training camp yet. Here we are.
1: Here we are talking, speculating about Kyler Murray and could he be ahead of schedule? Could he return before we even expected it? Could he shock the world yeah, I mean, it's a nice little surprise. We're sitting here. We got basically all we have is the All-Star game. And, yeah. of course, America's pastime. You got Kyler Murray, like you said, playing catch with his pops in the backyard. And when that short clip, and we'll show it to you, but we, we got a few nuggets that have people thinking, are these hints that K-1 could be returning potentially week one?
0: Uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, very believable if you if you subscribe and listen to this program because I think you and I have always been of the mindset like, it's not going to be all season. It's not going to be November, right, when he does return. I think at the latest, you and I thought October, sometime in October. Yet you watch him during the offseason program. You see how far he's progressed. We label him the freak show in the best possible way. Top 10 draft pick in Major League Baseball, the first overall pick in the NFL draft. And it's like, yeah, why wouldn't this guy return early? He has been ultra motivated, ultra competitive. And, and Bo, even though John and Gannon told us at the NFL Combine, that he, they were going to take their time, right? Mm-hmm. Kid gloves with Kyler Murray. Make sure everybody's, you know, got him cleared mentally and physically. And somebody in the chat, Kenny Wilson? I can't believe Kyler is pressing this hard to get back. And I, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not surprised. Doesn't surprise yeah. me at all.
1: I mean, he's a competitor at the end of the day, yeah. and I think that 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 far too often gets discounted when people talk about and analyze Kyler Murray's game is, is his competitiveness. He really is. I mean, and, and that's, you know, I think that plays into, and people try to color it up as, as a negative, but even when he's playing video games, I mean, there's there's a competitive streak there. But yeah. let's get into the video. So this video dropped via A Z at AZ Cardinals. It's a yep. promotion for flight plan. Post our sh- right after our show ended yesterday, and it was just, it, it got. I know the hosts and, and probably the producer of this podcast like giddy, borderline giddy. Take a look for yourself.
0: you get to do this much every day. Every day,
1: mm-hmm. yep. Got Stan Thorn shape. Did you run today? Yeah, I
0: did. What getting I better. do, I did a uh, – he said
1: 14-point-something, 15-point-something. 15, 15 MPHs?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, it. it's getting, getting better. Getting it up? It's getting better. First of all, can we just – His hose of an arm is just so absurd, even in his backyard with his dad. I know how fast the ball moves and the sound that it makes when it leaves his hand. Like I it's like we've forgotten because he's been out of mind, out of psyche for a little bit. But I mean, I know there were some comments of the video like, oh, he's not putting pressure on his leg. He's not put. What do you want him to do? You want him to stand on on the torn ACL only and throw the football? It just he's got pads on. It's July. He's got yeah. a shell on. That's what it's called. You got your helmet and your shoulder pads on. It's called a shell. He's got shells on in July, and the season is, is in September. You guys do the math here of, right. of what I believe is going to transpire. He's, he's only supposed to be
1: on his Xbox, I thought. I right. mean, I, I yeah. thought that was what I read about Kyler Murray. <laughs> they're, they're completely wrong. I mean, I just love this the, everything about this video. Uh, yes. it, it reminds me of the days back when I was – like in college and my dad would call me and you and you had to go through the laundry list of things, often in my case, making up what I'd already accomplished that day. Was, oh, I was just doing yeah. some laundry, just uh, went to the grocery store, uh, when it was completely Definitely untrue, untrue. <laughs> yeah. But but there he is, you know, a, a father, you know, giving his his fatherly approval when Kyler Murray's going through his daily routine. He ran today, and he's just casually saying, after you know, seven months removed from ACL and meniscus surgery, that uh, he ran fourteen to fifteen miles per hour. He hit fourteen to fifteen miles per hour, and then whip. He's just he's just throwing darts out there, just casual darts in the backyard, having a catch with his old man.
0: Yeah, it just if you doubt Kyler Murray at this point, it's it's that's totally fine. It's your prerogative. But, you know, I shameless plug. I I had a chance to connect with number one uh, hater of the fan base right now, so to speak. Will Brunson of CBS Sports (laughs) uh, podcast earlier today. And he is legitimately scared out of his mind that Kyler Murray is going to suit up early this season and he's going to be old take exposed for his tier Six uh proclamation, which by the way, there's some additional insight to that. Hoping to share that to you in the in the coming days. But I I mean, if if you're anti-Kyler Murray, I, I think you at least have to admit where we were in December, January, where people were selling their stock. We were at Media Week for the Super Bowl. Everybody was basically coming down on K1, selfish player. I mean, literally, we're at the Super Bowl. Two teams, not the Cardinals, are playing in the Super Bowl. It's in Arizona. And everybody wanted to come on our podcast that wasn't associated with the Cardinals and trash Kyler Murray. Yeah, everybody. The, all the talk in downtown Phoenix was Kyler Murray's done. He's selfish. He's not going to come back from. And then you see, see what's going to transpire. Of course, he wants to come back. If somebody is slinging mud at you for 18 months, if you've got a target on your back, it doesn't matter how much money you made. Right. It, it doesn't matter which you offensive rookie of the year and pro bowls, this, that and the other. Kyler Murray is coming back, I believe, number one, for his teammates. We're going He talked about his teammates, Bo, and you're going to get to that here in a second. But also, just I think he just wants to shove it up everybody's ass. I think he wants to make people remember Heisman Trophy winner, first overall pick. I'm in a conference with Daniel Jones, and you have me tier six. You have me as yeah. one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. I, I Again, Gannon, Austin Ford, they can have their plan. Kyler Murray can force the issue. I 100% Absolutely. believe that.
1: Absolutely. And if, if they're, you know, obviously where they want to, what they want from this organization year one, if, if their heart, their minds in the right place there, if, if without a shadow of doubt, if he's a hundred percent healthy and mentally uh, healthy about, you know, post-injury they should put him right back in there as as the cardinals starting quarterback no doubt about it and and it's going to be really fascinating i mean as as we titled this you know it's a sensational headline can he be ready week 1 we've seen you know the, the positive you know story where where joe burrow returns you know post acl surgery and he's back in there week one, and he leads his team in his second season to a Super Bowl. Right? There's yeah. there's the there's the great story, and then there's the RG three, right? RG three, he rushes back to week one, and then that that was the beginning of the end for that for that organization, for that coaching staff, for RG 3s career. He was just never the same. So there's the cautionary tale, and then there's the tale that you know everybody wants to point to. Well, he did it. Joe Burrow did it, and Kyler Murray's probably you know a way better athlete than, than Joe Burrow overall so correct you know you've got both tails there and it's in you've got to figure out you know what where does kyler murray fall in line and you know week one is very optimistic i I think as far as the arizona cardinals and what would be you know ahead of schedule what would be shocking to a lot of people especially the national media that took one ian Rappaport report where he said he could miss half the season to most of the season right very soon after his surgery where you, I don't even think you could realistically create a timeline. Right. No. Uh, And and people have ran with that, continue to run with that. Uh, But I I think if, if the Cardinals get to the beginning, the open of the 2023 season, right. And they don't IR Kyler Murray. Mm -hmm. That's a very good sign that he's going to come back within the first three weeks of the season. Right. That would be, that would be unbelievable for this organization. That would give them a boost uh, right out of the gate. And I think it would change a lot of people's predictions as far as, you know, what this team's capable uh, wins-wise.
0: Yeah, because if you know you're you're going to roll with Colt McCoy, barring something I'm from, from Clayton Toon, we're going to talk about Bleacher Report later in the show and their and their affinity for Clayton Toon. But Colt McCoy coming out and, and understanding, I got three pieces of ammo in the clip for this year, right? Right. Like, Kyler's coming back. First week of August, right? Or first week of October. So I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna I'm gonna play these three games like they're the last three games I'm ever gonna start. And he might play like that anyway. And kudos to Colt. And you know, he's he's had to sub in multiple times the last two seasons, so you never know. But I think the fan base would feel much can we get one? Can we get one of the three first games and then K one <laughs> comes back and then all bets yeah. are off? I checked BetMGM before the show to see if the line moved against the Ooh, commanders. It has not. Move? Okay, it, it's they they're still a six-point underdog. Uh, almost plus 200 for, for the Cardinal money line. Again, we might we might dabble. I already told you I think Cardinals are winning week one with Colt McCoy. But to me, it's I, I love this from Stewart in the chat, by the way. Video has me optimistic that he's taking the field sooner than later. I think that's a healthy approach, Stewart. I'm traveling from the UK for week one. It would be incredible to see him out there. Hey, brother, even if he's not out there, come say hi. Say what's up at BetMGM. We'd love to meet you. Uh, by a beer steward can't can't wait to see you out there on the great lawn uh and it would be great to see kyler murray back i mean it just to me it would give new life to the season and i i'll tell you right now this might be propaganda from the team and they did that with their pbs version of hard knocks last year it was, it was propaganda by the spoonfuls right, <laughs> right. team propaganda wasn't the insight i don't think it's a good sign if this is what they're doing and i hope it's not mm-hmm. to tease kyler Murray's return. If he's not ahead of schedule, if he's trending toward November, right? If you're going to bring him back at that, don't unveil a flight plan. You can have a flight plan on his recovery. You can show clips from January, February, March, but I mean, you're, you tease this, this flight plan episode with your franchise quarterback, slightly padded up, throwing the football, running 14, 15 miles an hour, according to he and his dad. It's like, you can, I, I would be hesitant if I was the team, they don't listen to me, but to release that. (laughs) If it wasn't kind of to imply, right? Kyler Murray's on his way back sooner than you think.
1: Uh, I mean, this is a Kyler Murray loaded episode, and, and yeah. props to the organization and their, their their whole media crew over there and how they're promoting this. Because I think this is going to be one of the most watched flight plans, especially considering what time of year it is that you're going to have eyes on this thing and people excited about it. I don't know if it, if if you can if if it's um I don't know or irresponsible for, for them to just show it. I, I mean, I think this is something that we missed w- in Hard Knocks last year. We didn't get a true glimpse of Kyler Murray. They didn't get to zero in on the Cardinals franchise quarterback at any point, right? Yeah, because on, there was, the, the season was so bad, and they they tightened up on him post-contract because the team was, was imploding. And then Kyler Murray got hurt. And then all opportunities to, to kind of make an episode based around Kyler Murray was gone.
0: I, I I disagree. And I disagree with Jay in the chat, too. He said, I don't think it's a return tease. It's just the insight into his recovery. Now, yeah. if they think that and they put this out there, I think it's a mistake because you're teasing fans with 14, 15 miles an hour, which most quarterbacks can't do that on their best day in college football, right? And then you get Kyler Murray. I can run straight line 15 miles an hour, and Kyler Murray doesn't come back until November. But what 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 are we doing here? This like, team, I,
1: I, this team. The consensus about the Arizona Cardinals right now is that their own draft pick is going to be the number one overall pick. That they're going to bottom out, even worse than last year. That they're going to have less than four wins. They're going to be the worst team in the NFL. Okay. If you get if you're if you get the opportunity to go follow Kyler Murray to Dallas during his downtime, and you get you know, insight into his recovery and
0: he says that, what do you do? You just, you keep it on the, the editing room floor. I don't think think so. I think you temper expectations unless there's an agreement from everybody that Kyler Murray is going to say when he comes back, because here's the thing is everybody expects you to be bad. Anyway, Kyler has his guaranteed money already. So I and and Jonathan Gannon is not purposely trying to tank and lose games. Neither is Monty Austin Ford. But Jonathan Gannon is opening up training camp, and and they're they're going to go all out to beat the Commanders and the Cowboys and, and the New York Giants and whomever's you know in their in their first month of the season and beyond. I, I just if Kyler Murray forces the issue and says I'm ready to play, as Kyle Odegaard, friend of the program program, at compared wrote, said he is pushing the Cardinals to come back yeah. sooner rather than later. Then we get this clip, and I. I'm anxious to hear from Jonathan Gannon because if Kyler Murray is at practice, that's my next question for you, Bo. We got training camp kicks off in two weeks, right? Just two weeks away, training camp, first preseason game is less than a month away, right? Yeah. And we don't expect, obviously, Kyler to suit up for that. When When do you think we'll see K1 in, like, full pads? Could it be that's, in, a great, that's, a great, that's the great biggest
1: question, right? Because okay. I, it can it can accelerate what the expectation is from the fan base of when they should see Kyler Murray. But I mean, we're gonna talk to Jonathan galen very likely on July 25th when vets and rookies report, and he'll kind of give us the state of the organization, you know, post OTAs and mini camp and post yeah. you know, vacation time and, and really Gear up. We'll get a first glimpse of of the the real Jonathan Gannon, the head coach, where the honeymoon phase is over. And it's time to start seriously thinking about what this roster is going to look like in in winning and losing football games. And and with that being said, I mean, I think that they're going to they're going to set up when they feel like Kyler Murray is going to come back. And if they feel like it's imminent. I think that they won't, you know, keep it a a huge smokescreen over that. Like, that's the one thing. Like, we're seeing clips on social media. We're going to see it in flight plan tomorrow. We've got more from that episode via azcardinals.com. But, like, there's nothing that resembles a a definitive return timeline. We haven't seen one. We haven't heard one the entire offseason.
0: It's on on purpose. Well,
1: I mean, so for like everybody behind the scenes knows it, but nothing's leaked out to anybody else. I just, I think that we would have heard, like with Joe Burrow, he was, he was, he would say anytime you heard from Joe Burrow, he was like, uh, you know, I'm going to be cleared. I'm going to be ready to go for training camp. With Kyler Murray, it's it's way murkier than that. And that might be by design, but it's also like, I, I, I don't see it as like a tactic to win week one of the, of the season either. I mean, yeah. I, I think that, they they still don't know, and they're not truly setting that expectation. Like I'm not I'm not sitting here, and the wool's not pulled over my eyes by you know exciting an exciting video where he looks great, and you know it could you know lead to him getting back on the field earlier than he even anticipated. But I, I still don't think like it's going to, to really
0: let the fan base down. No, I just I, I think it's it's it for me. It's it would be strange to put that out there and then to not see him until November, right? Wouldn't that be weird? Like, uh, do we have a consensus now? I guess we don't have a consensus on anything, but it feels like we have a consensus now. Like, late October is the latest, right? Again, right. from that rap sheet initial comment to now, it's like, that's worst case scenario for him to come back, and maybe that's only if he he suffered, yeah. God forbid, a, a, you know, a setback in practice. But I, to me, do you start connecting the dots? Because we were mystified stupefied during March free agency when they didn't sign a quarterback. And we know yeah. they were in on Joshua Dobbs and they were sniffing around a couple other guys. And then they just said, Nope, we're good. And then that you know, Clayton tune were hopeful, but he was, a, he was a late round pick for a reason. So it's like, maybe they knew, maybe they had some insight that Kyler Murray's I'm recovery, sure. you hope, right? Yeah. You- that Kyler Murray's recovery was going well enough that they were like, we can just saddle up with Colt McCoy for two to four weeks to begin the season. And then we got K one for at least thirteen games. Because well, if that's he, the case, it's going to make a lot more sense.
1: Even the clueless previous regime. I mean, Cliff Kingsbury was saying this before the season was over. Is like, you know, just the question was asked. You know, is Kyler Murray and I think it was probably just assume that you know, with Zach Ertz's injury, is Kyler Murray lean on players going through similar recoveries? And Cliff basically said, well, yes, but no, because he's such a freak, and we anticipate him getting back and and being on a different schedule than anybody else so i I, you know i i don't think that that that, you know it fall they're optimistic they've been optimistic i think just because you you look at the caliber of athlete that kyler murray is and it's going to be tough to to slow him down but look i mean the cool thing about this and what that video got me excited about is like as far as speculation as far as anticipation at some point And, you know, late September, early October, you know, Kyler Murray's going to run out of the tunnel. He's going to take a snap from under center in the game. And, you know, a play is going to break down and he's going to look downfield after making, making it all happen, improvising on his own. And he's going to hit a wide open Hollywood Brown. And it's going to, people are going to remember how good Kyler Murray was after they forgot. And those Kyler haters we were talking about, they're going to be on notice. They're going to continue to be on notice as he made, it makes his way
0: back, especially on the field of play. It's crazy because I think our mindset early in the off season was if you could get half the season, that's a win. If you get half the season, that's a win for 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 Kyler Murray and for the Arizona Cardinals. Now no. I think I think we'd be disappointed if it wasn't at least some kind of robust double-digit number. And it, and like, wouldn't it be ironic if he missed the same amount of time he missed like two seasons ago, it just came at the front end of the season. Yeah. I I just, I want this offense to be finely tuned up front on the offensive line. I want it to be simplified. I want it to be run heavy and I want him to be set up for success to come back and, 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 and to have an idea of exactly what they want to do offensively, because if they come out with Colt McCoy week one and Colt McCoy throws the ball 17 times, then we're going to have a like, and they, and they lose everybody's going to say, well, Kyler Murray can do that. Kyler Murray can throw the ball 17 to 25 times, and he can stay within the realms of the offense. And mm-hmm. I, I, to me, if it's a very, not conservative offense, but if it's run dominant and they want to lean on James Conner and they want to lean on play action in the tight ends, it's my argument from the beginning. We talked to the, the Twitter doctor at Super Bowl Media Week saying Kyler Murray will be yeah. ready to play from the pocket in, come week one. It's everything else that they're worried about and cautious about.
1: Yeah. And and what JG told us and he said and and maintained and reiterated is that they're not going to they're not going to bend on what they feel is the criteria for him to come back. In this organization, you know, we talk about their their focus on the details. I think that they'll they'll understand what, you know, all the boxes that need to be checked for him to get the green light to get back on the playing field. They're not just going to be like, ah, you know, we'll, we'll just, we'll just see how it goes. I just don't, I don't think that that's in their thought process at all. I, I think that, you know, the Arizona Cardinals have an idea of where Kyler Murray needs to be in order to get on the playing field hundred percent mentally and hundred percent physically. They know what that looks like. They've got the training staff that they revamped this, this offseason, this front office, this coaching staff, like they know what they want to see from Kyler Murray. And if they don't, you know, we'll have to play the waiting game. But, you know, until then, it's it's all speculation. But, you know, this this upcoming flight plan episode that they that they kind of outlined uh, from Darren Urban on the team website today, it's got to have you pumped up. Uh, it really was the first time we've heard from Kyler Murray post ACL tear. Because, you know, after that, he, he wasn't available. And and this is going to be, you know, I think what Cardinals fans have been craving for a long time is hearing from their franchise quarterback. So, you know, we got to hear from Kyler Murray about the end of last year. And, and we've got quotes from Kyler Murray that are going to be in tomorrow's flight plan. And, and that's the kind of one of the first quotes we'll get into here uh, is Kyler Murray talking about, you know, what went wrong as far as last year. Um, Emma, if we could see the, uh, the the first quote here about Kyler Murray talking about the end of last year, the whole last year was an expletive. I don't know, Johnny. Want to? What expletive did he use here?
0: Uh Fuck, maybe uh,
1: shit. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> flow very well. But it happened for a reason. The things were uh we were doing weren't sustainable for success. It was necessary in a turn good uh and in turn good will come out of what happened. So kind of a necessary evil, Kyler Murray's outlining there as far as you know how things ended last year and then kind of uh getting into his play, you know, how he kind of hit a wall in year four, he said, to hit a wall in year four, especially after going through the whole contract thing, the energy, the aura, the vibes, uh, going into the season were all negative, having to deal with all the stuff and trying to focus on football, and then I got COVID in camp, I hurt my wrist in camp, so I missed a lot of reps, and having to play catch-up in the season, starting with the Chiefs, it was kind of a compilation a uh, compilation of... What's the expletive here, Johnny?
0: Um, I... F I think up you're th- yeah, things F up, on. things yeah. going
1: on. so he's being pretty transparent, something you know, we didn't get from anybody in the organization about all the things that were going on last
0: year. yeah, and uh, you love to see that honesty because we all watched it from up close and from afar in the case for our listeners. and it's just he had no synergy with Cliff Kingsbury. And you could almost tell that there was a lack of trust after what happened during the off season, Kyler Murray wanted to be paid. Cardinals waited six months and there was the addendum, the homework clause and the public humiliation. The Cardinals did that to Kyler Murray, whether directly yeah. or indirectly, they had to own that. Right. And then there was the doubt that they came from K one with his head coach. He, he, yeah. he and Cliff Kingsbury, according to Josh Weinfuss didn't really have a you know consistent level of communication. They didn't have, they didn't speak to each other all that often. They They went through their quarterback coach. So, it, it it did. I mean, we watched it, and it's not surprising, right? Well, look how unprepared the team was to play in the first four to six weeks of the season. They did not look like an NFL team. They ran a country club-level training camp and then showed up on Sundays and then just kind of winged it, right? Kyle yeah. Murray beat the Las Vegas Raiders offensively by himself in the, in the second half with some help from Byron Murphy and Isaiah Simmons. But, I mean, he's just running around, backyard football, making plays because – they didn't have a consistent cohesive energy and game plan. And right. so it, things did not get better. Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury barking at each other against the Saints on Thursday Night Football, the lone home game that they did win. And then things kind of culminated with Kyler goes down, Kime goes missing, Cliff Kingsbury gets fired, and and everybody this offseason, despite the ACL tear, it's given everybody a chance to take a deep breath and have a clean slate. And we've made the argument, Bull Brock, many, many times. If Kyler Murray doesn't get injured, they win seven plus games. They they beat Tampa, yeah. they beat the Falcons, they might beat the Patriots. Cliff Kingsbury's still the head coach of this franchise now. They probably have a different general manager, but they're they're rolling into the season with Cliff Kingsbury, which would, I think we all agree would not be in the best interest of Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. No,
1: it would have been a very tense, awkward situation going forward, and tough to yeah. kind of you'd have to recontract in, in some way and figure out what that relationship's going to look like going forward. Right. And instead. They decided to hit the full reset. And it's been, you know, the organization trending in the right direction for the first time in, in too long. And you yeah. get Jonathan Gannon in here, and, and we hear Kyler Murray kind of his first thoughts on JG, uh, about Monty Osfort, Gannon saying, quote, they are really investing in the organization in the team. You run through you run through a wall for that type of guy talking about Gannon. That's the energy he brings, and, and you love to hear it. I mean, I don't know if I've heard I w- ever heard him talk about Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, I've heard him answer and clap back, like, we're fine, right? But I never heard him say, like, he brings the energy and it inspires the troop. Like, I've, I never heard that.
0: No, and, and again, like, there, uh, plenty of people in the national media, specifically in Philadelphia, have dogged on Jonathan Gannon, Jonathan Gannon could be the best thing that's ever happened to Kyler Murray and, and vice versa. Right. They they need each other. The energy matches the, the, the competitive will to win. And I think, you know, everybody else externally looks at Jonathan Gannon and sees the funny videos and, and criticizes him for the, you know, the Philadelphia collapse in the second half of the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know what Kyler Murray sees? He's like, hey, this is my first. With all due respect to Cliff, this is my first real NFL coach that's got yep. experience, that's ha- has a resume worth r- reminding people. This guy's been a hot NFL coordinator for many, many years from Indianapolis secondary coach. He, he worked under Mike Zimmer. This guy knows his shit. And then you've got a staff that Drew Petzing, Deshaun Watson, Jacoby Brissett, last year Nick Rallis choosing Arizona over Philadelphia. Kinda that I'm sure those kind of things excite Kyler Murray to yeah. be able to see the resume and talk to people that he trusts and say, these these guys these guys can help me, and I can help them. Whereas every, there was no cohesion last year. It was a puzzle that didn't fit together. And at the end of the day, everybody needed a fresh start. But the one entity that remains, whether you love him or hate him, is the one that led to the most success. Like Steve Kime was a detriment to this franchise, and Cliff Kingsbury, as we saw, as seasons progressed, he was over his head. Kyler mm-hmm. Murray is the one entity of those three that anybody would be able to pick out and say, this is worth salvaging because yeah. when he's right, he's an MVP caliber caliber player. Let's get him a better support staff and, and see how we do. And I'm, I'm sure he's excited about that.
1: Yeah. It, it's, it's some great points. No doubt about it. I think it's probably refreshing. I mean, I think for the most part, the previous coaching staff would say, Hey, we've got a plan for you, or Hey, we've got a plan uh, in place. And they probably would never give you what that plan was where I think Jonathan Gannon and his staff, Drew Petzing, uh, Isaiah Wolfwork, the quarterback's coach, like they'll say, yeah, we got a plan and, and this is what it is. And this is why we're doing it. And this is what we'll do if they, if the defense comes with this, uh, this, this look for you, it's, it's just all, uh, you know, when, when the old staff would say, we got to focus on the details. They didn't know what that meant and, and what entailed. Right. And, and I think that the new staff absolutely does, Uh, And and just the way that we've seen and and answered and heard, uh, asked questions and heard answers from them. You know, Kyler continued about kind of the new uh, organization vibes going on and and how what it's going to take to really kind of remedy this thing. And it basically comes down to what would remedy any organization. And and that's winning. Uh, This was another quote from Kyler Murray uh, about how winning can pretty much cure all said, I think winning cures all, and it's been tough to do that with some of the circumstances that we've had to deal with, but I think we're headed in the right direction. Uh, And then he kind of got into his rehab here, Kyler Murray talking about his rehab. He says, you know, you feel like you get a little grace period right after it happens, right after he tore it. He went on to say, you dwell on it, you soak it in, you let the feelings take over. After that, exclamative, Johnny, which one do you think he used here?
0: uh gosh darn it we gotta we gotta probably go Probably not gosh darn it probably more. Darn it.
1: <laughs> we gotta go life doesn't stop the job doesn't stop and i'm not going to stop close quote there that
0: gets you fired up a hundred percent and again it, it gets you back to that earlier point that he he was motivated for his teammates i would imagine and for his, his individual legacy and this isn't kyler murray coming off a, a lengthy playoff run this is kyler murray after taking an offseason of shots for the playoff loss against the LA Rams that really never stopped. And, and even with the, the torn ACL and him trying to come back from recovery, it, I, I was certainly surprised, but I know you agree that, that the people continue to come at him. Mm-hmm. And so it's, if you, if you're selling your Kyler Murray stock right now, that's, that's fine. Cause I'll buy it. Cause it's, it's never <laughs> been lower, but at the end of the day, give me somebody who's talented as he is motivated and, and hungry. Right. Cause you, you can't, you can't put a price on how much a guy wants it. And I, I would disagree with anybody who says Kyler Murray is a proven entity. This is what he is in yeah. the worst possible way. We have not seen him with this level of coaching. And then with this mindset, I mean, everything he has said over the course of this off season is exactly what you want. And I think again, i giving Kyler Murray a pass for, for some of his shortcomings and, and hurdles early on in his Cardinal career, but he was enabled with, with some bad habits in part because of who was running the show. And it looks like now with the new regime in place, everybody has a similar type of mindset on how to Mm -hmm. win. And that's all he wants to do. He mentions it there, Bo. Winning cures everything. Kyler Murray, his legacy will not be dictated by Pro Bowls or statistics. Can he win? Can he win the NFC West? Can he win playoff games? You're the number one overall pick. I mean, people get on Dak Prescott. He's the Cowboys quarterback. He's a fourth rounder. Expectations were minimal. The expectations when the Cardinals took Kyler Murray first overall were championships. Anytime you take the player first in the draft, franchise changer tone setter quarterback you want to win Super Bowls with that player and right. right now they're they're short of that but the these new people in place at least for this year and that's why it's so interesting when he decides it's time for him to come back they're going to be given an opportunity to see what he does if Kyler Murray comes back Bo I know we talked about this earlier in September right Cardinals aren't getting the first pick unless it's from Houston do you agree with that yeah
1: I do there's I no really way do. I think he would he would be in a position especially in this offense um, to to elevate things and, and, and create uh, new playmakers that you know a lot of people have some questions of who they are. I mean, outside of Hollywood Brown. but you know you think about this offense if they can if they can protect better, uh, it, it just it all points to a rebound. And you know when to, to the last quote that we just kind of broke down, I, I think that Kyler Murray, his answer wasn't about, personal success in, in getting back to where he once was uh, and saying, well, you know, I need to complete more passes, complete passes at a higher percentage like I used to, and throw more touchdowns or run more. It was about, we just need to win more football games. He's realistic yeah. and, and really in, at at the, what really is going to change the perception of him in this organization, um, you know, and, and then a lot of questions remained, especially this off season about, you know, what Kyler Murray would look like as far as and how he would take, you know, a new voice uh, and, and a new brain trust for this organization. And he answered that uh, saying, I'm going to listen, I'm going to be coachable and I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. But if the expletive ain't working at some point, we all have to look in the mirror. So, you know, that's that's what you want to hear. Obviously, it's it's easy to come up with the right quotes here, and, and we're going to see that you know put into motion here, uh, and and we will speculate when we think that's going to be. But you know, he, he's he's he understands that he needs to take the step in the right direction, just as, as much as everybody else in that locker room.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And again, it's it goes back to like. Everybody loves Daniel Jones this offseason from a national standpoint. Why? It's, it's not because he what had 14 touchdown passes last year. Giants won a playoff game. Giants made the playoffs. Everybody loves Daniel Jones, $40 million player this offseason. I think Kyler Murray sees that. It's like, hey, I, I can lean into my coaching. I can lean into my playmakers. I can be a, a, you know, a cog in the offense. I don't have to carry the team anymore, at least right now. and I, I think that's a good place to be. As we continue the conversation with Kyler Murray, another good place to be, the place to be, is with our friends at BetMGM. BetMGM, of course, the home of PHNX Cardinals this fall, every single football Sunday. It's BetMGM, swing for the fences. Super easy to get started. Log in to the BetMGM Sportsbook app. Play the BetMGM MLB free-to-play game. It lasts all summer through September 7th. And be a batter and pick an area of the strike zone. Depending on the area of the strike zone you pick, single, double, triple, home run or pop-up, you're going to receive a prize associated with that type of hit. Now, you get one per day, and you've got to use it within 24 hours, or it does expire. But what doesn't expire is our love for BetMGM. If you haven't signed up yet, use that bonus code, PHNX, and there's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our folks in Arizona, place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets back if it loses with BetMGM. Again, make sure you're using that bonus code, PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to my guy, Shane Diefenbach, talk about it in the disclaimer.
1: The uh, Four Peaks beer is going to be flown out there at the Bet MGM Sportsbook in Glendale. I know they got the flagship Kilt Lifter, and of course, the number one wheat beer in Arizona. Wow, wheat! It's fantastic. It's there on tap. At the BetMGM sports book, you need more than that. Well, they absolutely have more Four Peaks beer at their, of course, their brewery, Eight Street in Tempe. Check it out for yourself. You love the IPAs; they've got a full slew of IPAs, including their Staycation Super Juiced IPA. Got to check it out for yourself. The Hop Not you got a hazy. Can't go wrong with any of that. Or, you know, the Raj, they got the bourbon aged beer selection as well. So smooth and their menu is untouchable. You've got the appetizers, the entrees, the desserts, everything goes crazy there. And you compare it with the beer of your choice that fits whatever meal you choose, which is fantastic. It's not bar food. It's, it's better than that. It's a, it's actual, uh, it's like restaurant quality food over at four peaks. Check them out on your socials as well at four peaks brew and at four peaks pub. They got several contests going on, giving back to the teachers of the community. Find out how you can help out with that at four peaks brew and at four peaks pub. If you're drinking, you got to be 21 years or older. Plus you got to do it responsibly.
0: Yeah, I love this quote right here. Free matter for the blind. If the cards are good this year, a lot of cash to be made on BetMGM. Uh, you bet your ass there is, especially <laughs> if, if Kyler Murray's ahead of schedule. That four and a half win total over under for the season. I mean, they play 17 games, folks. It's, I mean, Kyler they're Murray... They're
1: not a in any game. Not mm, favorite in a that's, single that's,
0: game. That's going to change. If Kyler Murray... Let's let's hypothetically Kyler Murray plays 13 games. Uh, they're winning over four and a half games. I'm sorry. They're just... Did you guys see the landscape of the NFC quarterback picture at the end of last year? I mean, the Arizona Cardinals almost came out victorious with, with David Blau against Tom Brady against whatever Atlanta had to offer with Desmond Ritter, right? They're, they're they're in a division with the LA Rams who could be tanking by October. I mean, it's a long season. I think that's what people forget. It's, It's what we've been preaching on this podcast for six months. Everybody wants to write off this franchise and that's fine. Do the, is their defensive line atrocious? Absolutely, right? Do you miss DeAndre Hopkins? Of course. But if Kyler Murray plays the majority of the season, you cannot dictate that they're going to be a, a bottom five team this year. You just you just can't because I think they're going to be so much better coach. They're going to elevate the pre-existing players like a Zavin, like an Isaiah that were here that have not reached their potential. And then, oh, by the yeah. way, hey, Kyler Murray's back. And, and at, at worst, Kyler Murray is an average quarterback. And at best, he's he's an MVP caliber candidate. You know,
1: Colt McCoy called him the most accurate quarterback he's ever seen on Chris Long's podcast a couple weeks ago. And you've seen it. You see the numbers, you know, Every year he's around 66, 67, 68 percent. you know the 2021 season he was he was completing over 70 percent of his passes for for the bulk of the time, at least for the right. first eight games. Uh, and then we hear from John Costco of pro Football Focus that the browns wide receivers, you know were top five in getting open. and with right. that couple, of that accuracy with wide open wide receivers, I don't care who's catching the football. I mean that that's going to be lethal to opposing defenses. It's just it it just would translate to big time numbers for Kyler Murray. Uh, w- two more quotes here from the upcoming flight plan. and yeah. can't wait to see it. But you know, mostly about Kyler Murray in. His growth, his maturation, as far as growing from my rookie year to now, quote, learning how to be one with your emotions, understanding how to talk to people. Some people are able to take the harsh way, and I am naturally that way. Or do I need to give them a little love? So just kind of learning how to communicate, it seems like, with his teammates. I don't think anybody, you know, especially going into last year, would have put Kyler Murray in the top 10 of the league as far as communicators or, you know, leadership is, is something that he's continually knocked on. And just for him trying to find a pathway to become a better leader, communicator, it's just a positive, I think, for the Cardinals.
0: Yeah. I just, you just see growth from Kyler Murray that, that I don't know it was available and we we've talked about, it. he's not Joe Burrow, right? He, he's not going to be able to come and be almost a ready-made product in the NFL. He's just a young man. He played one year of college football as a full time starter. He was a baseball player committed to the to the Oakland A's. You know, six months before he's uh, donning a red and white jersey for the Arizona Cardinals. Like I think a lot of people thought, well, just you just plug and play and, and you're ready to go. He needed guidance and tutelage, and he didn't get that, in my opinion, from the people who were here prior. And 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 I think a lot of a lot of bad habits were were presented to him. And 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 we've even heard it from people that are. we're associated with the franchise. Like they rolled out the red carpet and it's like, that's okay to do. And I'm all for supporting your quarterback, but you also have to challenge them and teach them. Okay. This is what you do to, to be the best version of yourself on and off the field. I don't think he had that cliff Kingsbury. I don't think at at any point could challenge Kyler Murray. And as much as I love K one, he needed to be challenged. We all need to be challenged right in our professional field. And so now he's, he's got people that, that he, I think I know he respects now. That if Jonathan Gannon or Drew Petsing or Nick Rallis come to him and say, like, K-1, hey, we got to do this differently. This is how you do it. I have no doubt that he's going to be all ears.
1: Yeah. I think what Cliff Kingsbury brought to the table was a system that Kyler Murray had pretty much played in his entire football career dating back to right. his high school days. Right. And that he could make a comfortable transition from the college collegiate level to the pro level and he did it he provided it but once you know the league pushed back and found ways to defend that cliff kingsbury was that was out of he didn't have anything to, to bring to the table he had no way to, to challenge kyler murray to put you know to say hey we need to start to evolve and we needed to do it this way because he was like no you know we know what works we know what works with you and we're gonna stay in that lane and it just it's, it, it doesn't translate to success, especially in a league of adjustments in, in, like the NFL. Let's, let's round out this. What's the last little quote from Kyler Murray? Uh, and that's part of the quarterback position and learning what can I can do better and how I can be better, how I can make guys around me better. It's a team sport. We all have to be locked in. No doubt yeah. about it. So Kyler Murray's first real comment since tearing his ACL back in early December uh seems like he's uh he's he is chomping at the bit and ready to go i mean he's even talking to to the team website there and, and talking to the cameras uh at uh for the flight plan he's, he's 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 doing things that he wouldn't have done previous to that he's just trying well, to get some at, of any of the action at this point it feels
0: like <laughs> yeah absolutely and I, you know this might seem like a minor thing i think it shows the a little bit of a cohesion between his people and the Cardinals people that, that he gave that interview to the Cardinals. And people might Scott. well, he plays for the Cardinals. He could have given that interview to SI or ESPN or somebody else. It's like, no, let's let's do it on our turf. Let's do it on our YouTube page. F- flight plan does a very nice job. And speaking of flight plan, tomorrow's show, not going to be at the typical 4 o'clock start time, Bull Brock. It's going to be immediately following flight plan tomorrow night. We're going to have a post game show, be able to talk about all the takeaways. Cause you know, I mean, if, if that little tease of him throwing the football with his dad is any indication, should maybe, maybe we'll get more of a definitive timeline or some insight into where Kyler Murray is, uh, ahead of training camp. Speaking of, of where people are, uh, Buddha Baker, uh, still no contract two weeks out, Bo Brock ahead of training camp. Um, and that doesn't stop our friends in the media, ranking safeties and where do they have Buda Baker? I would say this was a good day for Buda and his agent to see this, Bo.
1: Absolutely. ESPN.com has been rolling out their top 10 lists and we haven't seen any Cardinals make their way into mm. position groups, which have included, you know, defensive line edge rushers. Uh, I, I, I can't remember what other ones they've, they've rolled out, but the Cardinals have been uh, on the side of a, a milk carton at every single position group outside yeah. of the safeties Yes, Buda Baker for the third straight year in the top five, sitting at fourth overall. So when you look at the top ten NFL safeties, according to ESPN.com, and this is uh, to this is a list, or this is what they they went and they talked to league execs, coaches, and scouts. And they named Minka Fitzpatrick of the Steelers, the top safety, Derwin James, second best safety in the NFL from the Chargers. The Broncos, Justin Simmons is third. And then there's Buda Baker fourth, Javon Holland from the Dolphins. Jesse Bates just went for the Bengals to the Falcons. Uh, He's six, uh, Kevin Beard of uh, the Tennessee Titans, CJ Gardner-Johnson from Philly to Detroit. He's at eight. And then you've got uh, the Niners safety and Antoine Winfield Jr., of the Bucks to round out the top 10, but Buddha Baker in there, getting some finally some respect on his name. There was a top 17 safeties list that didn't even have Buddha Baker in it earlier this this offseason. And in the true, you know, actually insightful, you know, ES or NFL talking heads, the execs, the coaches and scouts, the guys that know what they're actually talking about, they get it right here with Buddha.
0: Wouldn't it be something if we if we turn on Cardinal football in September and Buddha's got a new deal and Kyler Murray's back? And you you be able to breathe a sigh of relief for this for this franchise after such a tumultuous eighteen month period. And it's like no no no, is great. We know he's great. He's he's going in the ring of honor someday. He might be a hall of famer. We're gonna take care of him financially. He's bought in. He's leading this team. And then and then oh by the way, there's Kyler Murray. He's throwing passes on the sideline with Colt McCoy. He's he's gonna go in with the first team offense. Cardinal fans deserve that. Uh, and again, Buddha seeing this with his agent. I mean, this is not Joe Schmo behind the computer, putting together a list, you know, <laughs> drinking a Capri Sun. This is execs, coaches, people that matter around the NFL saying, no, 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 put your metrics aside for a second. Yeah. Put your pom-poms down with with whatever team you root for. Like Buda Baker, despite the Cardinals dysfunction, is an ass kicker. He's a top, you know, safety at his position. Whether he's 30 years old, 25 years old, it doesn't matter. Like what we get on the field is one of the best players in the NFL, and and his contract should support that. I've always been of the mindset Cardinals should extend him, give him a little bit more guaranteed money. And uh, you know, I would feel good about this season if I was Buddha Baker. If I'm seeing number one throw passes like that, I, I yeah. would say the biggest concern for Buddha is like, well, am I going to be a part of the Cardinals in a lost year? I want to win. Sooner K one comes back, Buddha. Uh, you, th- those are the those are the two icon entities remaining on this roster. D Hop is gone. It was always D Hop, Buddha, and Kyler. Now you've got one on each side and we're going to let these little baby birds try to fly this year. They need both of those, those entities on either side of the football.
1: Yeah. I mean, we were robbed of the uh, fantasy football Madden football, uh, you know, the chances of Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, Hollywood Brown, Rondell Moore all being on right. the field at the same time last year. I don't think I don't want to be robbed of seeing Buda Baker playing this defense. I, I think right. that it, it just it fits him too well. I mean, we, we talk about Gardner Johnson, who had six picks last year in his loan season for the Eagles playing under Jonathan Gannon. Uh, they outlined in this article that Buda Baker had a close to 20% ball hawk rate. So Mm -hmm. he's getting, he's finding a nose for the football. You know, was he in position to pick, you know, those, those passes off, you know, no, but he's close, right? He's zeroing in on it and being put in better position by him and Nick Rollis. I mean, it's, it just adds up to also him being in the best shape of his career to, Buda Baker breaking out even more so than we've already seen that that has to get you pumped up.
0: Yeah. It just, it makes me excited. Now I I'm not ready to commit to a new Jersey yet in terms of red or white for Buda or Kyler. Let's let's pump the brakes for the, for the next two months. I'm going to, I'm going to reinvest instead of buying a Jersey right now, I'm going to take my money to burritos express. Cause I do think they've got the best burritos in the Valley. And if I continue to eat them, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to have to go up a size in my Jersey cause they are that good Burrito Express, the best burritos in the Valley, Barnana. And Bo, I've told you this off air. One of the best coups of moving to the East Valley from Maricopa. I can get burrito express on the regular. They have the best breakfast burrito I've ever had in my life. We had it last year. I did for the first time. It was fantastic. I'm addicted now. They've got the green chili sauce. It's fantastic. And the best part is they've got multiple locations, but of course, you can't beat the first in Tempe. The Tempe location is fantastic. Burrito Express, the premier burrito provider for PHNX, PHNX Cardinals. Grab a burrito and follow Burrito Express on Twitter at Burrito Express.
1: Yeah, Johnny, everyone knows you got to have a burrito budget. No doubt about it. That's right. uh, Free matter for the blind. Also, you got to have a budget. You don't have to have a big budget for it for to get some Shady Rays. They got the best yep. deal of the summer season. You can save some shekels while going to ShadyRays.com. Get in on those built to last premium polarized shades right now. Get fifty percent off two or more pairs of those Shady Rays sunglasses. Insane protection in all their eyewear, and they look great. They they look like any of the uh, big boutique, big name, big brand sunglasses that you can think of out there. Uh, The ones that I had previous to finding about Shady Rays, and they're collecting dust at my home, in my truck. They're not on my face because that's where the Shady Rays reside, on my wife's face, my kid's face. We're all wearing Shady Rays. We're believers. We're like the 250,000 strong that rated Shady Rays five stars uh in the reviews check out uh of course them online check out every product that they have shadyrays.com use that promo code PHNX promo code PHNX going to get you 50% off two or more pairs of the sunglasses or you could check them out uh they got a brick and mortar store brand new location Kieran Commons full stop shop all things shady rays uh check it out for yourself and and check out with 250,000 people have fallen in
0: love with and rated five stars so Bleacher Reports had a had a rough offseason. Let's be transparent uh, with this franchise. Yeah, they had us uh, on but, twice to do yeah. some work. Well, and then also a lot of their lists and subsequent content yeah. has been very anti-Cardinals and let's just call it anti-Cardinal acumen, right? They just kind of a little bit unaware of what's going on. And while you could say this most recent piece supports that notion, I am at least trying to buy what they're selling here. So Bleacher Report Uh, And I'm going to try to grab the name of the person who wrote this article, Maurice Morton, on Twitter. Rice for Bleacher Report put out uh, eight bold, and this is emphasis on bold, predictions for the start of the season. And he had one on the Arizona Cardinals. No, it was not to go 0-17. It is Cardinals quarterback Clayton Toon wins starting job for the Cardinals in Kyler Murray's absence um now he did say that bob mcmanaman he, he sourced bob mcmanaman not this podcast that um that bot that clayton toon could be brock purdy so again read this with a grain of salt but he did via say chris that Hems. yes via chris sims um <laughs> though mccoy has a significant edge over toon the rookie can win the cardinals news coaching staff over which is what we're saying with uh ability to make plays and athleticism then he sourced all of toon's uh many many statistics at the university of houston uh, you buying or selling the bold prediction from our guy Maurice at Bleacher Report, Bo Brock.
1: I mean, my heart wants to buy it, but I know my head, it won't let me do so. I mean, it's you, you've seen way too many rookie quarterbacks, especially ones with, with draft status way higher than the fifth round. Uh mm-hmm. there's a lot to like about Clayton Toon. The productivity in college, the athleticism, a far second to Anthony Richardson, but very athletic, sneaky athletic. You look at the you look at the tape, and he's got decent arm strength. He's he's accurate. Uh, he's a playmaker, right? And I think that that can't be overlooked. But you also have to keep in mind that this is the toughest position to play in all of sports. And to go from playing for the Houston Cougars, uh, not in a Power Five conference, to playing in the NFC West, I, I think that that can't that can't be downplayed at all. I mean, as much as we want to see what's new, what's you know, is, is the grass truly greener on the other side? Uh, there, there's a lot of people who busted and got you know bad starts to their playing career and immediately developed bad habits and just weren't given a shot. I don't want to see that happen to Clayton Toon because I think Clayton Toon could be you know the affordable, so, solid backup quarterback to Kyler Murray for years to come. And I don't want that sullied just because people want to see what he's about out of the gates because it's it's just it's it's the cautionary tale that we've seen so many times. This isn't like. You know Russell Wilson coming in after playing five years of college football at right. NC State and in Wisconsin, and then going into the ideal situation of the Seattle Seahawks. Like if Clayton Tune throws a turnover, throws a pick, and then you know the opposing offense, you know scores on this Arizona Cardinals undermanned defense immediately, and then puts Clayton Toon back on the field, and then he makes another mistake. It's like th- it's not what Russell Wilson was that scenario at all. I think it, it's just. It could be. It's far. But I think it would be way more detrimental to his growth and maturation than it would be. You know, a, a surprise. You know, fifth round quarterback making his way uh, and showing people he could play at this level immediately.
0: Yeah, I'm with Chase. I'm not here for the sensibility, Bo. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to. <laughs> I, hear I wish I could get rid of, of it. I believe me. Uh, I don't have it, thankfully, but I, I will agree with you. If Kyler Murray is on a trajectory to come back sooner rather than later, I don't have my thirst to tune up with Clayton Toon as I once did. Now, if you're selling me stock that I got to watch Colt McCoy for 17 weeks, I, I, it's going to be tough. It's a tough sell for your boy. If I know Colt McCoy's playing for a month, I, I can buckle up with that. But I, I think Clayton Toon, for, for any opportunity, obviously, for him to start, he would have to for, he would have to be unbelievable in practice, on top of preseason games, and Colt McCoy would have to, in my opinion, suffer an injury, and then they would have to roll with Clayton Toon. That's the only way... Po- I don't I don't think Colt McCoy, as long as he stays healthy, is going to get beaten out by anybody not named Kyler Murray. I, I just think there's too much respect from the coaching staff. And again, like Clayton Toon, to me, is a nice story, and I hope he's a footnote to the season, because if he is, that means K-1 came back soon. Kyler Murray, I want the momentum to be bench Colt for Kyler Murray. He's ready to come back, not bench colt let's let's play a fifth rounder out of houston as you mentioned not a power five conference and again everybody the brock purdy example is so stupid he number one Damn. he's got kyle shanahan and number two the cardinals roster i'm not sure if you guys are aware of this our our viewers are because they're super <laughs> smart the Cardinals roster doesn't look like San Francisco's. They don't have Brandon Ayuk. They don't have Debo Samuel. They don't have Christian effing McCaffrey, right? Right. They got some nice players. Trent Williams, George Kittle. A little bit different caliber of a roster. Right. And and as you mentioned, like Russell Wilson took over a team poised to go to the Super Bowl Mm back-to-back years. The Cardinals roster is a a quintessential (laughs) bottom three roster. So to force a fifth-round pick, unless he earns it, is stupid. It's just yeah. not good football. They they under they know that. They understand that. I think Clayton Toon has no expectations of playing early. But I if we get to midseason and K one's not playing and Clayton Toon's just sitting there and I got Colt McCoy looking a hundred years old and not being competitive, of course I'm gonna want to see Clayton Toon. It just it's all based on circumstances. And right now the circumstances dictate that just play him in the preseason, go from there.
1: I think that's the most logical take on Clayton Toon. And it's not, you know, an early May article from AZ Central via Chris Sims. take. We're not knocking AZ Central. No, not at all. I I, I was just – obviously, the quarterback moves the needle. I mean, and, you know, Kyler Murray and, and of course, the most popular guy in most NFL rosters is the backup quarterback at times. And, you know, when you have a rookie signal caller – people get lost as as far as you know the the old line from from Shawshank about hope right it can be a very good thing but it also could be it could be really it could go wrong things could yeah. absolutely go wrong with a guy like uh any rookie quarterback in even in the most ideal situation so we want him to be successful. I think he will be successful, uh, especially with how you know the coaching he's gonna receive from Petzing and Crew and Isaiah Wolfork and, and the mentorship of, you know, Colt McCoy and Kyler Murray. I, I think it's all there for Clayton Toon to be successful. Week one, I don't even think you could say that for Brock Purdy. Uh he had the luxury of sitting and and watching Jimmy G, Trey Lance you know, getting prepared under uh Greasy and Shanahan for weeks before he was he was asked to do anything in San Francisco. And then like you go through a who's who of of playmakers. I mean it's it's like when you go to a legal pizza and you're like, I want the chicken, I want the carne, they got that, they got uh they got the pork. They got everything that you want. It's a what's what. It's a who's who. And Illegal Pete's, of course, in Tempe. Unbelievable. Their mill location. We just had Illegal Pizza the other day. They stopped by. Producer Emma is going to be absolutely distraught to find out that she missed out on the Illegal Pete's but she was in Vegas, so I'm not going to feel that bad for her, but Illegal Pete's is elite. Check them out. All their locations here in the Valley of the Sun. It's unbelievable. You can start your, your week off right. Margarita Monday, you got the Taco Tuesday, and then you got the uh, buckets of High Noon. You got five High Noons for just $22. bucks. do not get forget to follow Illegal Pete's on Instagram and stay updated with all their big events and deals going down this summer. Stay tuned on all the stories to win free tickets, concerts you're dying to see, Illegal Pete's is here to make summer, this one, one for the books. Don't miss out on it. Love the Illegal Pete's. It was awesome. Made some fantastic tacos. Enjoyed them. I know you missed out on them. Guac, queso, it all went crazy.
0: Love it. Love it. Uh, I want to stay updated on Illegal Pete's, and I think you should stay updated on (laughs) GoPHNX.com. Just two weeks away from training camp, all the exclusive insight content you can't get anywhere else is at GoPHNX.com. Become a diehard. Join the exclusive PHNX Cardinals member Discord, the man to my right, posts and clips, videos, depth chart analysis, stuff you can't find anywhere else, including this show, in the PHNX Cardinals Discord. Come yell and I, come yell, bow and I over the course of the season. It's going to be a lot of fun. Speaking of fun, you can pick up a free hat and or shirt from the PHNX Merchandise Locker for free every single year, you're are part of the diehard exclusive club. We want to be uh, diehards with you. We've watched everybody else have a great time this off season. The sun's crushing it in <laughs> Vegas. NHL draft with coyotes. Diamondbacks have the All star starter. It's time for PHNX Cardinals to get back in the groove, get in the groove with a diehard membership. Now you will not regret it. You'll also regret by the way, if you miss our show tomorrow, special start time, at 8 PM, it's a post game show of sorts. Arizona Cardinal flight plan on YouTube, which I believe is set to start at 7 p.m., Bo. Uh, this is
1: via ArizonaSports.com, and I guess they've released some pre-released pre audio from the episode. And, you know, as we talk about speculate today, uh, this is a quote from the upcoming episode. When you look further down the line, it seems like we got a long way to go. Ideally, this is from Kyler Murray, quote, I want to be back by week one. That's the goal. At the end of the day, that's the goal. But I can't really look that far ahead. I've got to take it one <laughs> day at a time.
0: <laughs> BetMGM. Look at sports that. Sportsbook app right now. Everybody grab your smartphones, your smart devices, plus 200 right now. Money line, week one, commanders. Sam Howell beating Kyler Murray. Fuck no, he's not. Kyler Murray wants to be back week one. There it is. You remove Jonathan Gannon. You remove Austin Ford. Checkmate. Kyler says, "I want to come back week one. I'm running 15 miles per hour. Unbelievable. We could do another hour. We do another sh- another show <laughs> after that. <laughs> week one. Could he come back? That's that's the goal. We got a long way to go, but I'm coming back week one. Of course, you are K one. Me
1: me quoting Kyler Murray saying the goal is week one is your dreams coming true. Johnny getting his face point blank from the camera. That's nightmare fuel.
0: That's what that is. That's your hopes, so your K- dreams. So is K one against uh, uh, the Washington Commanders. They think they got an easy dub. Oh, six point favorites at home. Oh, Sam Howell, Jacoby Brissett. Here comes Kyler Murray. You lose.
1: So sorry, suckers. You can't have nice things You're Washington.
0: Sorry, Rob Rivera. You've been fired. You have a new (laughs) owner. Congratulations. You're not winning week one of Kyler Murray plays. Sorry.
1: As Johnny said, uh, post-flight plan show. It's PHNX Cardinals. After dark, you think things got weird today. They're going to be even weirder tomorrow night. So uh, make sure you tune in. No 4 o'clock show. Post-flight plan. You watch it, we watch it, and then we're going to all break it down together. Can't wait. About 7.30-ish, I would imagine, tomorrow night. We'll be hanging out. Can't wait. Uh, Until then, of course, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Nearly 15,000 strong. PHNX Sports. Follow us on all your socials, at JohnnyVenerable, at Bo Brock, and, of course, at PHNX underscore cards. Now on threads. Yeah, follow it uh, and enjoy it, and we'll talk to you soon.